like it was ooh. I'm feeling lucky, cruising down the riverside, west side of Kentucky. Ooh, I'm feeling lucky. Welcome back to the Zach and Jack Talk Cat Show. I'm Jack. And I'm back, baby. Nice, nice, yes. That was vacay, man. It was nice. The weather was a little cooler. High 60s, low 7. Well, I just said, then I come back to 88 degrees here in Kentucky. So I'm kind of missing it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the 60s, is that sounds perfect to me. Never been to San Diego. I would love to go, though. Glad you had a good time and glad you made it back. And uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We do. We uh, like we were off last week, so I've got two weeks worth of headlines. Almost, we're going to have basically times two more than normal. I love it. Let's get into it, man. We'll do it. Bear with me here. So, also with multiple more headlines, it means it's going to have two of the the old surprisers at the end. All right, um, here we go. Three future cats named to the Jordan Brand Classic roster. Isaiah Jackson moves up into lottery in ESPN's latest mock draft. Eight Wildcats make Athlon Sports preseason All-SEC teams. 24-7 Sports predicts a 6-0 start for Kentucky football. Kentucky softball sweeps Notre Dame to reach NCAA Super Regionals. Lil Wayne shouts out John Calipari and Rick Pitino in new song. And finally, Tiger Kings Jeff and Lauren Lowe have nearly 70 big cats seized from their Oklahoma Zoo. <laughs> and finally, again, Las Vegas woman offering $6,000 for lost cat. I think it's time for another vacation. <laughs> Man. I swear, you are hung up on the cats. Tiger King has changed your life, hasn't it? Well, it's just, it's always in the news. It's when I've got to find this random cat thing, and there, every time I look something up, Tiger King, something's happening. Uh, well, your boy's in the print. He's in the pen. They can't blame any of this on him. I, I haven't read any of this, so, you know, you're going to have to uh, bring me up to speed. I haven't read it much either. I think it was actually 69 cats, but I guess they didn't want that in the headline. Now, who were the low people again? Um, it was the is guy that somebody that, that worked for him, maybe, or is that is that am I wrong? Is that the business partner? I think he's a business partner. He's the guy that came in towards the end. Yeah, I think that's right. With a, Maybe he was on a Harley and he had this Oakley hat on. Man, that's the exact image I've got of him, too. People make fun of him. Yeah, easy target. I see why. So, I get, is he, I, I mean, if they came and got him, I presume he's getting ready to serve some time as well. Maybe that's not a good assumption, but. Could be. Speaking of serving time, I not last week, but the week before that, I had that, uh, the random cat thing was the, uh, Tiger, the tiger getting loose in Houston. Yeah. I left out an important detail. Um, the guy that they caught was actually on bail for murder. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So that story was 10 kinds of wild. Yeah, that's that, of course, adds a twist. It's never a good thing when you're uh, on bail for murder. 
Yeah, it's not. But hey, man, uh, if you're ready to vacay, I, I'm down to go out west again for that $6,000 deal if we find that lost cat. You know, I would almost throw in another 6000 uh, just to see you try to catch the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I- I'm just trying to envision it. Are you more of like a blow dart gun? You're going to get you put something in it and make it go to sleep and then sack it up and, and we'll take it to the-, the correct people or what? Uh, I'm probably more of a bring some treats kind of guy. Here, kitty, kitty. Bring some treats. Okay. <laughs> the, cat, the cats like treats like the dogs, don't they? Yes, yes, they do. Yeah. Okay. I, I think, but in this case, you will be the treat. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, yeah, that'd be, that'd be really something. And I just, I mean, but in all seriousness, like, what if, if somebody finds it, is it like a we call the right people and then just whoever calls gets the money because that's a pretty sweet deal that'd be like just winning the six thousand dollar lottery i know i don't know i I have to go read that article and then i I may take another vacation so i'll keep you posted you might as well man puma that's the cat's name's been missing since february so it's yeah he's living life somewhere i would say that there might be an old lady or two that's missing a small dog in the neighborhood could be or in neighbor in neighborhoods uh did you catch that six headline i said there uh lil wayne oh yeah what's what's the let me guess he was talking about people feuding like cal and rick uh not really feuding no but it's uh it's a new rapper named polo g lil wayne is featured in the song called gang gang and here's a line from Little Wayne, and it is he says, "I'm like Rick Pitino or John Calipari, I'm leading my team, yeah, right to the finals." That's just the line he does there. Man, maybe we're cool. cool again. Yeah, freaking Little Wayne used to be Drake. Now we got Little Wayne doing it. That's okay. <laughs> Please tell me you saw the picture of Drake in the jumpsuits in, in the. Uh... In the film room <laughs> with the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. Was that photoshopped or is that real? I think it's real. <laughs> he really wanted to be on the team, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's funny. It's awesome, but it's it's that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, what what's next? Yeah, I guess we'll get off the fun stuff. Well, not, I mean, this is all fun. Never mind. I guess we'll get off the random stuff and to the actual sports, which, where you want to take it. We got, we got basketball. We got a little football. We got some softball. Uh, and I, I, to be honest, if you're, if you're taking any ideas, I'm, I gotta see, I gotta get some news in about that softball team. Cause, from what I hear, what they just did doesn't happen very often. We actually have access to a collegiate softball player that we should probably bring on here to talk about this. So who? Maggie Glass. Oh, I thought you meant like for UK. No. There is a girl from Hopkinsville. I think her name is Emmy Blaine. Um 
And I think she starts for them. But but anyway, so they they survived some sort of they were in the losers bracket or something, and it is and they like they that. lost the first game, then came back and won the the next two to beat who whoever it was. I think they had to beat Notre Dame twice. Okay, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, so that, I mean that's impressive. I don't know, I don't know where they where they stand. Maybe you could. Tell me that. I don't know if you have that in front of you, but uh I'm sorry, I don't. I don't and, and I don't I mean I don't have it in front of me either. I don't know uh how the rest of the SEC ended up and all that. I know it was a gauntlet though. So it doesn't it kinda I don't wanna downplay it, but it almost doesn't surprise me because when you look at at their record, they're probably really a better team than that. It's like we talk about at the SEC in football. I mean, we beat each other up all year, but there there's so many quality teams that you go to play these teams outside of the conference, and sometimes you, you just – they run over them. Yeah. So maybe that's the case in softball too. I don't know. Maybe they can make a, a little run. Maybe. I don't, I'm trying to my, – my, sorry, my computer's messed up here, but I can see that – the super regional schedule is going to start Friday, May twenty eighth. I'm not seeing who we're playing though, so we're we're sorry, guys. Maybe it's Alabama. Maybe it is that. Yeah, I think it is. Which is you know, a pretty good team. You know, a good thing about this is that facts are optional. So even if it's not, that's what we're going with. So yeah. congratulations to the softball team, man. Oh yeah, it's pretty <laughs> impressive. And I don't know, you know, I I, don't, I can't remember how old it is, but I would encourage everybody, if you're in Lexington, you can just drive right by it. I mean, you don't have to, like, t- take the $10 tour. But uh, the baseball field and softball field, it's it's that complex is really nice. And I think they've got uh, – or those comp- complexes. Um, and I, I think the tennis – or not the tennis, the soccer's over there with them. It, it's nice. That That part of campus is really nice. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, we got a couple. We got a couple other sports <laughs> here that need. Oh, you're right. Sorry, man. We got a couple other sports here we should talk about that we're not going to have as much to say about. So we'll just get them out of the way. But uh, the UK women's golf season has come to an end, and a little bit of a headline here. I could have said, I guess, but. Wildcats' first national championship birth in 29 years concludes with an 18th place finish. Well, I mean, it's not terrible. That's pretty good still, I think. I don't know. Well, I mean, shoot, you're top 25. That's – yeah. in all other sports, that's a pretty good finish. Yeah, so shout out to the golf girls for making it as far as they did. I mean, I don't – how many does that even make uh, of sports that finished in the top 25? I mean, football and basketball didn't. Yeah, but they will next year. If they don't, something's gone terribly wrong. I can tell you another sport. We got a couple couple guys doing some good things. I'll tell you what, though. Let me, let me just straight up do this cat of the day, cat of the day. <laughs> Here comes that what? Cat of the day. It's going to be Liam Draxel this week. Solid call. Tennis player. 
I, I could throw Gabriel Diallo in there as well because both of these guys have advanced to the s- single Sweet 16. Um, but Liam is straight up going to be the cat of the day because he is the overall number one tennis player in the singles division. And he's showing why he is right now. I'm not trying to put this on him. I think, you know, it's probably already on him if you're the number one player. You got to bring it home, man. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you, you got to bring this home. You can't – I don't even know how many national champions we would have. I mean, rifle team, volleyball. feel like I'm missing one. Anyway, he's got to do it. I mean, it's it's pretty much all on him. Yeah, I think I think he would be the third this year. So that's what you're missing is that he needs to do it and be our third national champion. I also want to throw something in while we're talking about tennis. Um, there's a tennis player in the state of Kentucky. Uh, it, they might have already done. I don't know if they've had the state tennis meet or not. But anyway, he is committed to play football. For Kentucky, but okay. he is, but he's getting ready to compete in the state tennis tournament, and uh, he's an offensive lineman. I believe he's six five or six six, three hundred pounds or so, and they say he's very good. Wow! So that's pretty impressive. I think that is impressive. That's a big boy being able to move. Big boy. Big boy. Out there on that big water. They have to on that big water. But yeah, shout out to Liam Drexel again, though. Just kind of the day. I got to throw some more stuff in there about him, what I can. Um, I I read that he he lost his first sets of both of his uh, matches so far, but then he still came back and won them. Uh, I'm trying to read ahead and see when the next one is, but I'm sorry. I'm slacking here. Don't see it. I. Never mind. Both Wildcats are scheduled <laughs> to play Tuesday at noon, probably Eastern time there. So the 11 Central time. Uh, that's tomorrow, uh, guys. We're recording this Monday night, so hopefully, hopefully you hear this before the tennis match, and maybe you can, can maybe you can get check it out. Yeah, man. Real excited about it. Yeah, we will definitely touch base on what our boy Draxel does. Our cat of the day. I love it. It was a great pick, man. Thanks, sir. Glad you, glad you gave him his, his time. He's definitely deserving. He is deserving. All right. Our big boys, football or basketball, how do you want to roll it out, man? Shoot, either one. Well, let's talk about that football thing because that excites me. 24 Sports predicting that Kentucky will start the season 6-0. and they did. They did a little thing where they, all SEC teams, they they picked when their first loss would be. Awesome for Kentucky. They were the first loss for Missouri and the first loss for LSU. That'll be a tough one. Maybe I don't know, but pretty cool that they're predicting that. And like if you if you read on, I think Kentucky's first loss that would have been to Georgia. That also had us beating Florida. And then, like. Me saying they go in nine and three is not looking so terrible with with this article. No, no, it's not at all. I, I and and um, you know, I I hope that when somebody runs the tape back, I didn't poop on you because uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't think that's that's out of the question. 
Um, something I looked at said, and I'm quoting here, um, it has basically seven games, no, six games, that they say are likely wins. Then you've got the only likely loss they're saying is at Georgia. Mm-hmm. So just for the sake of argument, let's let's say that that is true. That puts you at six and one. Then if you have five toss-up games between Missouri, Florida, LSU, Tennessee, and Mississippi State, well, I mean, if you only win two of them, then, you know, you're still only a four-loss team. And I'm not saying that that's where we want to be, but that's that's still pretty good. That's eight and four. Mm-hmm. You win three of them, you're nine and three. Yeah. So it's not out of the question. I guess another thing for me too, Willis, is um, I would be more confident in the, the LSU and Florida argument if I knew more about those teams. Yeah. Because I, I will admit, I judge a lot of that just off of the name and what traditionally has transpired. Yeah, I feel that for sure. But if we go 6-0 and and then lose to Georgia, the, the next slate of games is Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, New Mexico State, Louisville. A 10-win season is possible, looking at this almost. If, if, yeah. if, if that happens, start the season. It is possible. It is. Um, I I probably wouldn't be betting the house on that. I, I you know I better not. <laughs> but uh, but but yes, it is possible. And and so much of this too, we've talked about this, but so much of this is you have question marks at your key positions, and and you even with the Josh Allen team, you did too. Like Terry Wilson was coming in, it was first year as a starter, and nobody really knew he was replacing Steven Johnson. And everybody was like, "Oh, can he, is he going to be what Steven was?" Well, in a lot of ways, he was better, and maybe in some ways, he was wasn't as good. And so that's the case again this year. You you have a just an unknown at quarterback, and you also have an unknown at center. And that's pretty important because both of those people yep. touch the ball every play. So to me, it, it comes down to almost a question of the the line between being good enough to compete with anybody on our schedule and the line of us being like, I don't know, seven and five. It, it's pretty thin. Yeah. And so can can they get those guys to get get their kinks ironed out? You know, I heard on a podcast through the grapevine that uh, they had had some some issues at center with some snaps. And I, I don't know, you know, Liam Cohen, his offense is going to be so dynamic and and just different from what those guys are used to that I'm sure a bunch of that is cadence. You know, they're probably trying to put a lot of pressure on the defense just through what they're doing pre-snap and what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I I see both sides. And I know that's really easy to say, oh, yeah, we could win or we could lose. Yeah, it's not – I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll admit I'm not really hammering it down. but But I think that the discussion still stands as the same. 
Uh, I just saw something else about our football team. I, I, every freaking day, I see something new that excites me. It's cool. The top returning running backs in college football, number one is Chris Rodriguez. And that's going to help there. That's big. I mean, you want to take some pressure off your center and your quarterback, have them just snap the ball and tell him to run over there to an all-American tackle in Darian Kennard. I mean, that's a pretty good option. So, I, I think we can be really good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, like, downplay it because we're nitpicking. Yeah. You've got you've got a lot of experience on the offensive line. Your your receivers could be a question mark. Uh and especially since our coach just got a DUI and has probably had to go through some some drama of his own. Uh but they also have experience and talent. Wandale yeah. and 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 others are going to be good, I I think. So we'll see, man. The tight ends are going to be good. The offense could be really good. They have a lot of upside. Heck, yeah. Well, I got one more thing to say about football. You can say anything else you want to, but but I do want to end it with this. If we got nothing else, we're happy to report that the Denver Broncos have signed Max Duffy. Yes. Preach, brother. Preach. I I mean, we've talked about this before. I didn't know why in the world you would not get that guy on an NFL roster. Are you kidding? I mean, I understand maybe you don't draft him, whatever, because obviously they're still going to get him and didn't have to burn a draft pick. But my goodness. Very deserving as far as I'm concerned. Certainly is. Max Duffy is 28 years old. Yep. How? Yes, sir. How is he still kicking for us? Well, there's not an age limit in um, college athletics. It's just you, you can't. No. Well, I mean, there may be an age limit, but it's not in your 20s. I, I just thought they were done with college when 24 at the oldest. Like, damn. No, I mean, I mean, traditionally you are, yes, but he he's not from, he's not an American. Oh, okay. So he was doing his own thing over there in Australia. Australian. And then somehow, I can't remember how that worked. Maybe we had a, a special teams coordinator or I can't remember now, but somebody got linked up, had a connect over in Australia and got him. And obviously that was, you know, worth its money and gold or worth its weight yeah. in gold. But. Or whoever that person was, was worth their weight in gold. I'm glad he made a team, man. Yeah, me too. It's, it's awesome. It's dope. All right. Three future cats named to the Jordan Brand Classic roster. Those cats were Tata Washington Damian Collins and Bryce Hopkins. A few studs. But they're not playing that game. Beats me, man. I don't know. I don't think they are. I, I think they're, they're obviously, you know, 
doing giving the uh, the award out or whatever, but I don't think they're actually playing it. Well, that that has upset me now. Wow. Okay. Well, still cool they got that though. I think all that may be coming to an end though. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of at the end of it. I think you've gotten to the point where, like, all the adults out here, you, if you've gotten it, like, I mean, it's, if you're not going to get the vaccine, what's going to change in six months? I mean, you can't just, like, never have a full sporting event. Life must go on, so. I didn't know what you were talking about, man. I thought you were just saying the Jordan Brand Classic was about to end. No, I'm, I'm. I mean, I mean, I mean, COVID, like them not being able to play the game because of COVID. Yeah, I, uh, freaking Maryland, they just announced that their basketball arena will have a full crowd next year, and and that's a big deal. I, you know, a lot of football um, programs have already said or announced um, changes to their capacities, but uh, that's a big deal because it's inside. You know, it's basketball. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an indoors thing, of course. And but they're they're thinking, you know, your season starting November. My goodness, that's oh yeah. I mean, that's half a year away. So yeah. And w- when I went to Padres game when we were in San Diego, Cardinals did not do well. But but when I bought my tickets, it said <clears throat> we were in a vaccinated only area. So like a lot of places are doing that too. They got vaccinated areas where more people can sit. And then there's an unvaccinated area where a lot of people can't sit. Yeah, of course you're out there in or you're out there in California. I don't see them doing a whole lot of that in Kentucky. No, I don't but, either. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll probably have that full. We'll probably have that thing packed. Yeah, I hope so, man. It should be packed. You know, you, you get to a, you get to a certain point where you can do it, and yeah. and we're getting there. So, mass mandate is over June 11th or 13th. One of them. So, and the last time I checked, football season starts in August, so we're yeah. good. Let's ride. Okay, we got so off track there. Yeah, we here we go with the rambling thing again. But oh well, that's all right. That's that's kind of who we are. Uh, what? So what about uh, you know? Do you think that with with who we have on the roster now? that we're pretty much done for this year as in, as in who will be on the team coming in to play for us in this upcoming season. I don't know. We still got three people that need to tell us what the hell they're doing. And one of those being a headline there that I'm afraid we now will be losing. Yeah. There's no way he's staying. But like, like yesterday he posted an Instagram video, like showing a bunch of Kentucky stuff. it's just weird. I don't know what what's in these kids' minds, but I mean, you never know. You're exactly right. We're just sitting here talking about something that probably doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But you know, you never know. It could mean something. You know, he just had a friend die, and uh, you never know how that affects uh, affects a young person. He could be thinking, you know, that's a reason to stay. Yeah. Uh, he didn't really get a freshman year. None of those kids did, man. You know, it's kind of it's 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 sad because we asked them to do all the work, but they didn't get any of the reward. Yeah, even even Mintz, he 
but I mean, not a freshman by any means, but he didn't even get the Kentucky experience. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, since you bring Mintz up, he's a perfect example of somebody who left a program where they were going to be good because he thought he was coming in to uh, to do all that and, and get that experience and have a chance at a national championship. Yeah. And, and you know, you Isaiah Jackson, even though he was coming in from high school, he wanted the same thing. Yeah. That's why they came. And so to not get that and then to have – have it end on a really sour note with the passing of Terrence Clark. It's tragic, man. So, but when you're looking at lottery pick money, I don't think you can turn that down. Oh yeah. Yeah. When he was not even in the lottery and even he's he's freaking 11 on the, on that mock draft, but still like when you're there, I, I don't blame you for going. Well, it's, the people that are mathematicians out there that love statistics would would say you have much more to lose than you have to gain. You know, you're so close to the top. By the time you get in the lottery, you're the top 13 picks. So, you know, what happens 14. if you come back and you get hurt? Yep. Or, which, of course, that happens that happened in Nerlens, and he still went pretty high. So that may not be the greatest example. But anyway, you know, once you get to that – He was certain, a freshman, wasn't he, when he got hurt? Yeah, he was. Okay. But, I mean, once you get to that, that level where you're guaranteed a contract and you're going to get millions of dollars, you just – I'm sorry, but you got to go. It's just kind of the world we live in. Yeah. I hope he doesn't. But with that news there, I'm afraid – we may be saying, see you, buddy. Yeah, and although he would start and be great, I really think that even without him, we have had, we have a really good lineup of big men. Oh, yeah. Oh, we overstacked. Yeah, and, and I think Lance Ware being able to go against Shwebe and Jacob Toppin, you know, I know he's kind of at the bottom, so it's weird for me to bring him up first. Um. But, but man, he, he hustles and he tries. He could be good. You know, he may not ever be great. I don't know that he'll ever be picked in the draft or whatever, but he, he could be a solid college player. And, and as Kentucky fans, I feel like we need to embrace a guy um, that's willing to come back and work, even though he may not be the top of the line with his athleticism or skill. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of how you build really good teams. So we had right. Ty announced the Saturday. Oh, no. He announced the day we did our last podcast. Yeah. Then, yeah. <clears throat> then we had Severe Wheeler from Georgia join the squad as well. And I, mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of that video of him talking, and he, he just seems really excited to be here. So I feel like he's going to give it his all. Yeah. he, he I think that uh, – that his perspective is really unique because he's been on the outside of it. He played in the SEC against Kentucky. Yeah. And, um, of course, you know, if you're, if, if you're playing at that level, you're also a fan of the sport. That's what, that's what breeds your love for it. And so, um, you know, he, I, I feel like he really has an appreciation for being where he is. Mm-hmm. And and I and I think that's valuable because he he's going to instill that in those other guys, and it, I think it's just it's healthy for team chemistry. 
because that is part of coming to Kentucky is that the history and kind of that legacy that you're going to be a part of. And it's, it's a weight on your shoulders, but it can be a good thing too. You know, what happens? Let's say you lose Jackson and then, I mean, what about Keon and Mintz? Yeah, they're ta- I mean, aren't they a talk ta- just a, a toss up as far as I'm concerned? What do you think? I hate to go back to what they're posting on Instagram, but uh, Mintz just posted a photo. It's showing him with Terrence Clark, but like Terrence Clark is kind of faded out, like showing him not there anymore and stuff. I don't know what the post said, but like it's got me thinking, all right, he wants to come back and win it for him. Like we've kind of said, hopefully some of these guys want to do. I feel like Mintz is coming back. I mean, he, <clears throat> what's he got to lose or what's he got to gain going to the draft? I, I don't think he's going to be going high, if if at all. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right about that. Uh, I, I think that's the perfect way to put it because what say he doesn't come back. Okay, he's not going to get drafted. He's probably not going to get a contract in the NBA. So he's either going to be in in the G League or he's going to be overseas. Now, granted, he will be making a little money, Mm -hmm. but is that a better option? That leaving early and that that whole option is that a better option than finishing your master's degree for free, having all the perks of a Kentucky basketball player, getting to have the experience this year that you didn't get to have your first year? And, as far as I'm concerned, play on a better team. Because I think this team – I mean, you can't get much worse than last year. I'm not (laughs) saying we didn't have talent on the team, but as a team, we just were not great. So, so I I think you're right, man. He has a lot more to, to probably gain by coming back than he does by leaving. Man, I, I don't know what Keon Brooks is doing. I don't either. And they talked about this on KSR, and maybe they're right. Maybe we as Kentucky fans, this just shows, like, how crazy we've become where a guy that is going to be a junior in college has to announce that he's coming back. Like, Yeah, maybe he just is. Yeah, maybe he's just <laughs> coming back, like. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to the league, everybody. Never was, so. Yeah. I, I read something that said it seems to be leaning towards him coming back, so. Well, I hope he does. <clears throat> but, I mean, the, the roster is currently standing at 10. I'm looking at something online right now. And then we yeah. got three three people left to say something, which is Isaiah Jackson, Keon Brooks, and Davion Mintz. But like we just said. So I believe you're allowed 13. Oh, okay. In college basketball, I believe. <clears throat> Somebody can fact check me. Um, but of course, I, I think Isaiah Jack so gone. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, let's just play this little game here, and for sake of argument, we're gonna say that both Mints and um, Brooks come back. What's your starting lineup? You've got. Severe Wheeler, Ty-Ty Washington, probably both can play point guard. But Ty-Ty can also probably play the two. Yeah. 
That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to find like the full roster because I, I you may forget somebody. You may not be able to have it. I mean, find it right now. I don't know. Well, UK basketball or, or UKathletics.com may have it, but uh, <clears throat> and then you've got CJ Frederick, and I, the one I always forget about is Kellen Grady. I was about to say, and then we got that Grady kid too. Isn't he a and, guard? Uh, yeah, and, I, and he scored over two thousand points in his career. You got to think he's starting, but I'll just say, if C.J. Frederick, who was arguably going to be Iowa's best player next year, if he comes and and is coming off the bench at the two, that means Kellen Grady's good. That means we're a really good basketball team. Yeah, and that's a possibility. And then at the three, you know, you you could play Keon there. Um, you can play Dante Allen there. Um, Jacob Toppin can play there. I feel like there's another shooter I'm forgetting, but maybe not. Uh, what's his name from Kentucky? Oh, uh, Bryce Hopkins, the freshman. Sorry, at the three. Did you say Dante Allen? Yeah, I said Dante. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, you know, and then you at the four – Yet again, Keon can play the four. So can Jacob Toppin. Uh, I guess Sheboy can play the four. Damian Collins can play the four. Lance Ware. Those those guys are all interchangeable. Sheboy and Lance Ware are probably more of a five. But, uh, you you know, you got a good basketball team with with depth all the way through. That's what I'm thinking, man. Here I am getting excited about both these sports. And I didn't even mention Mintz, you know, really, because I don't even know. If he comes back, you're looking at he, – he's probably going to get less minutes than he did last year. Yeah. But we're going to be better. And and when he is on the floor, he's probably going to be able to shine because he's going to be with better players. I've said it a few times not knowing what the hell I'm talking about. But, I mean, dare I say it again, is there a platoon in here? You know, I've always said that I don't think that it'll happen again. A whole lot of people, I feel like, have said that just because, I don't know. I don't think you could ever even call it that again. But to your point, yes, yeah. there will be a lot of substitutions. And normally, in when Cal really has a good team, he whittles it down to about seven or eight guys by the tournament. Mm-hmm. That's how he likes it. And, uh, and that means, you know, you got all your guys are playing a lot of minutes. I don't know that that'll necessarily be the case this year. Hmm. But I, I, Willis, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I think that a bunch of this is going to be who shoots. You know, Severe Wheeler's good, but. He has trouble shooting the ball. Now, maybe he becomes so good at, at getting breaking the defense down and getting to the rack that he opens up lanes to kick the ball out. You know, yeah. that's possible. Maybe he becomes the point guard another way. I'm just saying that some of these guys can really shoot the ball. And if you're shooting the ball that good, you're not going to sit on the bench. Yeah. So you can, I mean, what if you had, uh, 
he's run a three guard lineup before. You could even do small ball and go uh, with it, take your pick of Mint, Severe Wheeler, Tata Washington at the one, uh, Kellen Grady at the two, CJ Frederick at the three, Dante Allen at the four, and and then pick your fifth man. You know, your fifth man could even be Jacob Toppin. Uh, you want to talk about a stretch lineup? Yep. I don't know if any of those people besides Jacob Toppin can play a lick of defense, though. We will see. Yeah, I guess so. I am reading a little bit here as you're talking. You are correct that it's 13 scholarship spots. <clears throat> and uh, Chen and Orlando recently appeared on Kentucky Roll Call and said that all 13 spots will be filled out. Um. So there who, we go. Who we got said that? Chin, Chin, and Orlando both. Said Man, it. that's crazy. <laughs> so and then we're at ten now. So it's it's going to be Jackson, Brooks, and Mintz, or throw one or two of them out, and I don't know what what, what are they going to do there. They got a few other transfers, I guess. You know, I don't know. Um, and this is just something that I just thought of. This this may not even be an option. I have no idea, but I read that uh, Sky Clark, who's going to be maybe a senior, yeah, uh, that he's actually taking a visit to UK. I guess because he hadn't been able to because of COVID mm-hmm. uh, in in June. So it's two two and a half weeks from now, June eleventh, I think. And uh, so I don't know, maybe Mintz has said he's not coming back. He's told them, and they try to get him to reclassify to be a backup. I don't know. I have no idea. Normally, Cal doesn't have 13. Hmm. Normally, fill fill the spots with those people that mess with the water coolers. Yeah. And you got to have those people, let's be honest. You know, I mean, we're – we're on our way to 13 without them. So it's that's wild, dude. And then we'll have them on top of it. Oh, yeah. Will they still be out there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, well, the water coolers will need even more attention if there are more scholarship players. That's true. So, and they'll have more laundry, <laughs> all sorts of things. Oh, man. I think they're just barely on the team. They show up for practice and all the stuff that's hard. I don't even know. Like Riley Welch did an interview on KSR the other day where he was talking about he lived in an off-campus apartment. What? <laughs> you ain't living in the Wildcat Lodge? What are you doing? I don't know. Maybe that's just me being weird, but I would want to be right there in the thick of it. Yeah. You know that you know they got the finest of everything. Better than a, an apartment somewhere. Yeah, you were right. I I feel like we're almost done here, but you yeah, you mentioned much. well you mentioned Scott Clark, so I just want we had, we had got to throw in some other news. Uh, uh that Dior Johnson kid mm-hmm. said that he said that he got a scholarship offer from Kentucky. Um, mm-hmm. so the future out there is bright too. Yeah, and uh, you know the the thing about him, and you and I kind of talked about this. The big deal there is, is we were not recruiting him. Mm-hmm. 
Like we were not on his list. We weren't, we weren't talking to him. We weren't saying, Oh, well, you know, we're going to recruit this kid and Oh, maybe we'll come. No, it wasn't even on our radar. Wasn't a thing. And so you get Chin and David Otunga, you get them in and they just have flipped the script. Yeah. I mean, seriously, seriously, they have. And this is what everybody needed. It's this shot in the arm. It's like him coming out, and I didn't even know they said that about we're going to use all 13 spots. That's aggressive. I like that. That's okay. We want 13 people on here that are capable of playing because our practices are about to be intense. You know, we're going to fight. Everybody's going to have to fight for their time. I like it. I'm excited, man. Wish I could just fast forward to football season and basketball season. Man, but I feel like the buildup, because what's going to happen, you know this is how it's going to happen. We're going to start getting recruits for next year before basketball season starts. And so we're going to start seeing the fruits of their labor through yeah. recruiting before we ever see them on the hardwood. Mm-hmm. And and it is going to just pump us up. If, if we have the number one recruiting class, and just let, let me drop this, which we've talked about on here before. It's not a secret. Dewan Wagner Jr., is that his name? I think so. Yeah, I think so. But it just sounded, it didn't sound right. Anyway, he is, uh, he's the number one player in the class, too. Number one point guard. And Dior Johnson is also the number one point guard, number, or number five player in his class. Um, and so, long story short, you're, if you get those guys, then what you're looking at is something that's very similar to what we saw during the beginning of Cal's time at UK. Mm-hmm. And that is, to be put it plainly, excuse me, that's just being dominant in recruiting. That's just mm-hmm. going out and finding the best guys and saying, I, we're going to get these guys. We're going to do everything we do to get these guys. We are back hope so i love it i love that they're hungry man that's what it takes i'm hungry too i'm gonna go get some food we'll end this here all right well (laughs) i'm just kidding but no you're not what are you gonna eat uh i don't know man come on man i think we should this probably should be then but next week we may get into some nba talk see how all these cats are doing in the playoffs. Cool. But I need to actually watch the playoffs. You should. There's been some good games. Not so much tonight, but. Well, <laughs> I just hate I just hate to see Devin Booker get whooped up on. Well, they are up 1-0 right now on the Lakers. And hopefully they'll beat them. Uh, hopefully not. I put a bet on the Lakers to win the, win the whole thing. Uh oh, put the house on it. You know what that means? Suns Nation, baby. <laughs> All right, um, man. It's it's been fun. I appreciate everybody listening. Yep. Rate, subscribe, review. We appreciate it. We out. Let's we out. Raise a glass. This is a toast for Kentucky last. Come on. What you talking about, Lakinia? <laughs> <laughs>